On this week's episode of Bungalore and the Bus, Brendan and I are not on the radio, but we are hanging out at the Cladage Cottage, drinking beers. Welcome to Bungalore and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Bustegger. And I am trying to get rid of all the shrimp in the back of my truck, Brandon O'Connor. You got shrimp in your truck? I don't even have a truck. I don't you know where they came from. shrimp <laughs> out of the back of your truck. <laughs> Do you know the Amazon truck does that? Really? You get discount oh. meats out of the back of the Amazon truck. I don't think I would eat that. I'll get a text that says, meet us in this parking lot. Get a Sounds discount sketchy. Amazon truck. Here on Bungalore and the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods, like... Hourglass District. Where we are tonight, we're at the Cladage Cottage. Cladage. Am I saying that right? I, I say Cladage. Any any opportunity to like hawk up a loogie, that yeah. the, go for it. Brendan, you've never been here. Never. I feel bad. I wrote about it a couple times when they switched over because Walgreens kicked them out of their old home. Yeah, they used to be down the street. Mm-hmm. Now it, they're here. I don't I, think I was ever at the other location. It's uh, it feels like it's been here a long time. They were good, smart design. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Salmon just showed up. Yeah, we got some things here. Chips and curry. Yeah, uh, we are not on the radio this week. We are so we can cuss if we want. But my mom's here, <laughs> so we can't. Cuss. She's heard it before. She's no. from Michigan. But yeah, we're not on the radio. I guess there was a magic game tonight uh, on Friday night. So we, uh, but we're here, so we're hanging out. We may go however long we want to go tonight. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, so uh, let's go down some rabbit holes. You're already a subscriber, yeah. so you know where <laughs> to find us. So we don't need to go through that whole spiel, yeah. do we? But again, fair warning, swears could come out because yep. this is on, on the radio. Yep. I'm what happened this week, in. John? What happened? Um. Oh, I I, uh, I did some work this week for Space IL. You did not? Yeah. Space IL. What, so that's like Illinois? Israel. Space. Oh. They are sending something to the moon uh, tonight, Thursday night. What are they sending? They're sending... uh, Latkes. No. (laughs) (laughs) Potato latkes. They're going to land on the moon. Uh, What? uh, Yeah, they're going to land something on the moon. So they're launching it I want to insert a kosher joke. But is it kosher? (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. Yeah, yeah. so I did some work for them this week. Yeah, they wow. hired me. What were you doing? Like we did a live stream okay. of all their uh, some of their founders of this nonprofit that's going to the moon. So basically, it's a nonprofit. Yeah. So what happened? Well, I'll, I'll give you the short version of this. This has nothing to do with downtown Orlando, but, but we can talk about whatever we want. So these guys came up with this idea of you know we they they were all from Israel. They wanted to do something to go to the moon, and so there was a lunar prize that Google did several years ago like if you can go to the moon we'll give you 10 million dollars okay so they tried to get this prize but they just they didn't hit the timeline and so they decided you know what we've already started doing this we're going to keep going and they are a nonprofit. they raised all the money they raised a hundred million dollars to do this (laughs) and they designed it and they're they're going to the moon so what they're doing is they're taking a a spacex okay uber or a rocket they're kind of doing like an uber they're attaching their capsule or whatever it is. On the side of it? Somewhere on it. I don't know if it's side. It might be the top. Like a canker? Yeah. And yeah. so it's going to launch, and then eventually it's going to break off, and then it's going to go to the moon. But it's going to take like two or three months to get there. I love that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So they'll be the fourth country to do the moon. Do you know them the all? Moon. So America? Yep. 
Russia. I think so. China. Yeah. China. Yeah. And now Israel. Israel. Yep. Canada's oh. been there. Hopefully. We'll see. Okay. Can't. Hasn't landed yet on the moon. I so love it. You never know. Things can happen. So I worked with them. I did a live stream, interviewed some of their founders. It was great. They were great folks. Had a good time. You gave me a heads up a, real, a story this week. I give you a heads up all the time. <laughs> Thank you. This one is specifically about uh, the what's the brewery in, in Paramount? Broken strings, Broken strings and Black Cauldron. With their powers combined, they were <laughs> Captain Planet, Broken Cauldron, Tap Room. Yeah, and you. Uh, so I sent you something on this, so you actually looked into it. Yeah, I did. Oh, good. Yeah, right, right at that moment. You I don't always into do it. that. Sometimes I send you, eh, I'll look into it. <laughs> well, right. if you're sending it to me and I'm like driving, but All I right. happen to be working from home today, so it was All perfect. Right, good. So what's the scoop? Uh, they're just breaking up. We I called it an amicable uncoupling, where they uh, they knew going into it that they had to retain. Their independent business identity, and we should say their brewery is in Paramore, right down the street from the church. It's on City Soccer on Church Street. They're what actually uh, considered a tailgating, a designated tailgating spot for the Ruckus, right? So that's one of the soccer clubs. And I'll I'll say they were one of the early adopters of opening a brewery or a business right when the soccer stadium was. Oh yeah, it might have been right before too. They might have got in before they even. Did anything there? Yes, and that was tough. I feel like it was towards the last year, right before the they were opening. I think the first was Stonewall. Yeah, well, the they've first, been open forever, right? And they were a little restaurant, like a single story restaurant that opened up. They got a uh, minority business owner grant to open up because they're gay, and they did an LGBT restaurant. And now they're like this two story crazy complex with a merman tank. Anyway. Uh, so they're just breaking up. So Broken Strings is going to continue on with that tap room. And that's the guy with the Viking. He's actually been on the show a couple times before. Yes. And then Black Cauldron uh, won't tell us what they're doing, but they said it's going to be big. So it'll be another brewery. <laughs> and they'll just find another spot. I cannot think of a neighborhood in town that does not have a brewery already. Park. We don't have a brewery. Oh, wow. There you go. That would Come. kill it. Why isn't there a brewery in College Park? Oh. Why doesn't Digress Wines open one in the back? Right? Because they're wine guys. <laughs> should be. Thank well, God. You know what they should be? That's a whole other thing you got to do. Money guys, John. Yeah. You, you want, don't just be wine guys. But they guys. were trying to do a brewery in like that warehouse district in College Park. Oh. And that got squashed, didn't it? There's proximity. There's so many churches in College Park and schools, right? There's so schools. It's not, tough. Not as many churches as schools, I think. Do you remember? We talked about this before. There was going to be a medical marijuana dispensary oh, on Edgewater. That. We don't want that. Across from Edgewater High. Yeah. I was like, dude, if you didn't call it Edgewater High Medical Dispensary, <laughs> waste of money. I bet they will open one when the packing district opens, though. I have a, There's a story I just wrote about, and I thought of you. It's something that I think you would have gone to to cover in your Sentinel days. There's a yo-yo championship coming to town. Have funny. you covered it before? It's funny. What? I, I think I have. I actually Googled it when you wrote that. When you wrote something, I Googled it because I'm 99% sure I have. I couldn't find the story. Oh, bummer. No, I did. No, I know I did because I remember shooting video there. There. 
Okay. It doesn't exist anymore. I think it's it's so old. The video. Oh, and just archived. You can't find it. No, we weren't very good at archiving things oh, in the early years. But there should be a story somewhere in some archives. I'll find the stories it. will be there. The videos won't. Yeah, this is it. happening at the rep. Yeah, as soon as I saw it, I actually the the whole reason I wrote about it was because I was like, "That's a John story." Oh, yeah. I'm gonna they do did it at a hotel though. It was like a my boot proud. No, it was like a yo-yo championship. Yeah, so this is it. This is a regional championship oh, being held like at the Earth. world championship that I covered. The national one is happening in July in Philly. Okay. Uh, but this one's big. You know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. They had a really cool video. Which yeah. The trailer video was great. very good. I Got remember. Up. Well, that was in your early days. It was in my early yeah. days. Your fledgling journalist days. You're still yeah. earning your wings. Yeah. Learning. <laughs> I also covered a clown convention twice. <laughs> and a lookalike convention twice. And you still have nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do a clown event one day. We're not going to do a clown event, I John. Am. You could do it on your own. All right, I will. And I'll write about it and make fun of you for doing it. Then I'll have a thousand people there <laughs> dressed as clowns. You'll make a million dollars. Lake Nona, everybody's talking about this, is getting autonomous shuttles. Well, they have them now from this group called Navia. I have to ask you a question about this. Okay, ask me. So your headline said, bring to Orlando. Uh-huh. Lake Nona's in Orlando. I don't count it as Orlando. <laughs> and bring to Orlando is our ongoing column about bringing things to town that we don't have. And it also, so it was kind of, you I'll, mean I'll be honest, side of town. it was a way for me to talk about Lake Nona without going outside of my coverage area. Okay. Right? I'll be honest. I'm not here to lie to our people, John. So when you say bring to Orlando, you just mean bring to my side. Bring of to Orlando. my side so I can write about it <laughs> legally. Those other folks in Lake Nona. I just don't. I don't consider it. I just don't consider it Orlando. I don't either. Uh, <laughs> I know it is for tax purposes, and I'm sure the city's very happy about it with the things that they're building out there. Lake Nona is fast becoming like a Martian colony. I can't believe the things they're getting. They're gonna. Ha- they're gonna have a lagoon-sized pool. They have money. It's the Clean, economics. Cleaned they, by they, super magnets. They look at they look at who lives there, how much money they make, where, what do they do? Well, they're also building these, bringing these amenities so that richer people will want to live there. You yeah. have to, if that quality of life, which is already twice as high as what it is in downtown Orlando, uh, and the earnings are that much higher, uh, those people will want to live there, right? That's the idea. So if you have a autonomous driving drunk bus that can take you to your James Beard award-winning restaurants. But there's not many restaurants out there. They're doing all right. They're getting more. Yeah. But I, I know that was one of the big complaints about Lake Nona for a long time is that if you lived out there, nothing to there do. There's nothing to do. Yeah. The houses are great. The community's great. But it's changing. It's it changing. Is. And it's close enough to Disney. You're close to the airport. Like, you're half an hour away from downtown if you want to come downtown and yeah. slum it with us. Yeah. Right? <laughs> But this this is a big deal. So this Orlando was voted or designated an autonomous autonomous vehicle proving ground in 2017. So two years ago, and so I really thought that meant that we were going to be getting. I know we're going to get them eventually because we have these designated bus lanes in downtown. It makes sense to have yeah yeah an totally. autonomous circulator downtown. So, but I'm a little bummed that it went to Lake Nona first. Uh, and it's that's like a really private company, right? Beep is a uh, is Florida based. They're Lake Nona based is where their headquarters are. So they're the ones that petition Navia come to us. We're going to do this here in Lake Nona. Uh, fully electric, 
15 people per bus. So you just like hop in when it stops at your stop? It's just like a regular bus, but there's nobody driving it. But they're going to have a handler in there for the first bit, right? To make sure that nothing bad happens. And where does it take you? I don't know. The routes haven't been disclosed. And they only go 16 miles an hour. So, so, so don't get behind one of them. No. Well, you could just take out a line bike at that point, right? <laughs> or for walk. 16 miles an hour. <laughs> no, it's good. Where, go, where are you going? I'm sure it's going to be like a park and ride kind of kind of a deal. Uh, yeah. Right? You don't have to walk from the parking garage. and It's that ADA acceptable. Or, or if you got to get from one part of Lake Norton to the other. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be Slowly. you and the gopher tortoises will be going the same. <laughs> they should paint it like a tortoise. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. I like tortoises. Let's keep an eye on that. We'll see what happens. I, I, It's just another cool thing that went to Lake Nona. And I really want to get a lagoon. Let's just move to Lake Nona. We'll but do it's so boring. We'll do the bus Lake Nona edition. We're friends with Nona News. You should go out there and do a show. I'll do a show out there. Do I? Why not? Like an out-of-bounds kind of feature? Yeah. All right. I'm into it. I'm into it if you are. Crafts in Common. Booze. Serving booze. Yeah, you got it. They're a downtown coffee shop that opened like a year ago. Like you haven't been to Cladage Cottage. I uh-huh. haven't been there yet. It's kind of hard to get to. No, I mean, in the sense that well, it's, there's no. If you live there, it's easy, but. Yeah, if you're like a downtowner, is... you park, you have to pay to park. The only place you can park is you have to pay. Yes. And it's right behind, so you have to walk around right by the uh, FedEx space. Yes. And so they are coffee shop during the day. Really cute. The, the kids who own it are out of uh, California. And when they were coming back, they knew they were coming back to Orlando. They just toured around the country in a van. And went to all of these places that they heard were really great coffee shops and retail shops and just kind of learned some things. Do they well, just have somebody on staff that takes Instagram photos? They, I, or do they just pay somebody They that? themselves are kind of influencers. I mean, they're great. I mean, they're, their stuff's great. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, our food just oh, showed up and I want to eat it right now. Just show up. We can take a break. We can take a little break. Let's take a, a little break. When let's, my food gets here. Let's take a break. Oh, when your food gets here? Oh, <laughs> 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 Ooh, I can smell that curry. They have curried pasties. Oh, yeah, they do. Oh, I'm going to. Yeah. I'm going to eat the Looking hell good. out of it. I'm going to eat the <laughs> hell out of that pasty. I got the steak and ale pie. Perfect. All right. Come on All back right, after we'll, the break. We'll come back. Orange County Library System wants to make sure you know about these three things. Have you ever heard of an altered book? Learn the art of repurposing books to become journals, scrapbooks, and more at our West Oaks Branch and Genealogy Center on Saturday, February 23rd. The African American Read-In takes place Sunday, February 24th at Orlando Public Library. This is a celebration of African American literature performed and read by local notables like Mayor Jerry Demings. Get your whole family moving with Family Zumba at our Chickasaw branch on Wednesday, February 27th. This basic Zumba class is recommended for adults and children ages 4 to 13. Learn about these three things and much more at OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. That's OCLS.info or 407-835-7323. Learn, grow, connect with Orange County Library System.
Welcome back to Bungalow and the Bus. I am the Bus John Busdegger. And I'm full of curry, Brendan O'Connor. We're <laughs> well, here. Is at that your first name, full of curry? Full of curry. <laughs> uh, we're here at Cladach, Cladach Cottage in Hourglass District. You're pronouncing that wrong. <laughs> I think. I feel like you have to say it like you've had a couple Guinnesses. I've had a couple Guinnesses. Yeah? Yeah. How Clad- do you say it then? Cladach. See? Perfect. Cottage. No. Now it sounds like you're having a stroke. I had a steak and ale pie. It was delicious. Now you're bragging. Here on Bungalow in the Bus, we talk about all the great headlines happening in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. And uh, we're not on the radio this time, so we're going to swear a little bit. (laughs) Shit. Yeah, they kicked us off because there's a magic game. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Magic are doing well. They've been doing better lately. You don't care. I don't care. Sports care ball. Less. Keep it to yourself. Aren't you going to try to go to the <laughs> soccer game coming up? Yeah, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> Soccer's not. I don't really see soccer as a sport right now. I see it as like a cultural event. You know, see and be seen. Yeah, they Put, need to start winning though. If they don't, I, this this is the year. If they don't win this, I, I feel Orlando like hasn't had. I mean, they were good when they were in the minor leagues, but. Uh, Orlando hasn't had a winning professional team in a long time. If they don't win, we're all going to have to turn to Apollos. <laughs> and uh, we <laughs> know how that's going. They practice in Florida. Did you see that story? I did, John. Let's talk, about it. Let's talk about it because I don't understand. We're like not talking about anything in our districts this time, but a little bit this I time. had it down to talk about it, so I, I don't. I sort of read the story. I guess the because of Florida uh, workers' comp laws. And they're, a, they're considered a startup because they're in their first year of operations. Yeah. And as a startup... Workers comp doesn't cover them, so they have to be. They have to have fifty-one percent of their practices have to happen out of state. Yes, it's so weird. Which I don't. I still don't understand. I, it's just some sort of weird rule. I think they're. I think they're actually protecting the players. I think they could just practice, and if yeah. you get hurt, you know, too bad. Yeah, but right. they're like, all right, we're gonna actually take care of them. So <laughs> we're gonna go practice in Georgia, and then you're gonna have to live in. Jacksonville, stay in Jacksonville, and then drive, drive to Georgia, which is only thirty minutes. Still, practice, and then come back to Florida, and then compete, play their games in Orlando to compete and live. Yeah, oh, it's crazy. And they had problems. I guess every player has a contract for two hundred fifty thousand dollars for the first year. I don't, that might is, be the max. It, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if that's the minimum. That doesn't sound like it. Okay, what I read didn't say that, so, right. but that would I think make that's sense. The maximum, they but be, get. but the money they were a little tight. They were tight on well, payroll, but they had some. The this billionaire has now bought in and just given them tons of cash so they could look after themselves. I didn't see the first game, but I was at the bar when they were playing, and it was like nothing, nothing in the third, or or like six nothing. Mm-hmm. They ended up winning. The, the Apollos went. They won like forty to six. So they scored a bunch of points. Can you imagine? That must have been a great game. At the yeah, end. I wasn't there, yeah. but I don't know. Like a fun time. I don't know much about sports ball, but I know if all those points happen at once, that's exciting. That's, a lot. that's what I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. How do you get all that in the last? You bit? score a lot. <laughs> I was going to say inning. Can I say inning? Is that baseball? Baseball. Baseball. See, I know a lot. Drop and drop and sports terms left, right, and center. Uh, the TripAdvisor. You know TripAdvisor? I do. It's not a new cuss word. I'm, I'm getting <laughs> to something. TripAdvisor is going to be collecting the tourist development tax dollars on short-term rentals now. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So if you book a short-term rental, like an Airbnb-ish thing, right? Uh, like a vacation home. Through TripAdvisor, you're going to be paying a little bit more money, and that money goes back into our coffers. Which also 
it goes back to our coffers, but this has been a big sort of point of contention for a lot Ooh. of people that live here in Florida that that money just goes to more tourists. It, it, does. it doesn't go to anything for us, really. And we just had another record-breaking year, 126 million visitors to Florida in 2018. I shouldn't say I shouldn't say anything to us. It, it goes to things that are supposed to promote tourism. More tourism. So like Dr. Phillips Performing Arts Center. Or uh, the Convention Center. Camping World Stadium. Great. All these are great places, but it doesn't go to police roads. and fire or roads or... Teachers right? or teachers, anything. Yeah. What they could do with a little bit of that money? For oh teaching? yeah, but they can't. They can't even do it to resurface roads. All if anything, things like that. Um, tourism promotion, infrastructure that tourists have an effect on, like roads. That makes sense to me. Yeah, rail lines, bus All services. Of it. Right. All of it. Supposedly they do it in Las Vegas, where they said we're gonna use it for cops because. Our locals use cops and our tourists right. use cops, but they don't do that here. No, they, and they were very strict when they set the regulations in place for the TDT, the Tourist Development Tax, because uh-huh. uh, they want to be paying a million dollars to What's-His-Face to t- make rap songs about Florida <laughs> instead of <laughs> yeah, giving it to roads. Right? Yeah. And to put that into comparison, our transportation department for the city, I think their budget is like $2 million oh, for I- the year. <laughs> Sounds like it would be more. No, it's very low. All right, uh, and that's that in itself is like two bike trails. Like it's <laughs> not you could spend that really quick, and they have to be very careful about how they spend their money. Come on, come on, county. I don't even know who it's up to. I don't know if that's a state thing or a county. It's county. Thing. It's county, and they have a county. Uh, there's a commission that decides how those dollars get spent. There's just a lot of money there when it comes to people who want to keep that in their coffers, Pulse, too. Pulse just got some money for it, right, to build their museum. Orlando Ballet is getting some cash to yeah. rebuild their <laughs> their new headquarters. Uh, Immerse Creative City Project got some cash for that for the next three years. Millions of dollars. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so interesting. This will bring them even more millions of dollars, John. <laughs> Jump bikes are those back. Are, at, those are those red ones you wrote about. Yeah. they're. Have you seen them? They're no. apparently by your house. Oh, I haven't seen them. Okay. I'm not going to tell everybody where you live. Where are they at? I, I tell people all the time where I live. <laughs> you shouldn't. Where are they at? You don't even have blinds. Nobody wants to come up over by where I live. <laughs> I do. <laughs> uh, they're they're going to be all over town. It's 500 bikes. <laughs> which I believe is comparable to what Lime has. I've heard there's some sort of South Park episode that is either coming out or has come out already about about like all these bikes that are taking over all these cities. There's a uh, a great local Facebook page called Lime Bikes with Malicious Auras or something, <laughs> and it's everybody is just taking pictures of these Lime Bikes that they look like they're like sneaking up on people or like <laughs> hiding in the bushes and about to beat up a juice bike here uh jump is very similar to all of the to lime in the sense that it's it's doesn't need a dock it's dockless dockless but you have to lock it to something lime bikes you can just like put it where click it lock it and leave it in the middle of the sidewalk these have to be to like a signpost or a bike rack uh and we see what happens I, you know once i love biking I, I bike all the time i find it a little interesting that all these companies are are having these bikes everywhere. If all these people wanted a bike, wouldn't I see more bikers out and about? 
I'm, or do I? I'm seeing them. I I'm, see them here and there. They've had 50,000 r- new rides with uh, Lime Bike since they launched three months ago, four months, three. Something like that. They had, on Valentine's Day, almost 1,000 rides. That's just with Lime Bikes. You that's, know? Pretty, that's good. Yeah. They're, they're short trips. And, you, and where I live, I'm close to Urban Trail. I'm in Mills 50 Ivanhoe, so I see a lot of, you know, zooms of green going by but minus minus people on those bikes mm-hmm. well, just like i mean you ride your bike a right lot. i ride mine a lot right like, yeah why not just buy a bike because they don't want to store it there's a lot of people who have smaller footprint apartments it's easier and more convenient to not have to service your bike haul it upstairs they're willing to pay an extra thousand dollars a year is probably what it equals out to uh, yeah it depends how often you ride it but yeah you're right I'm or paying, not or if you don't ride it a lot you're like all right i want to spend 400 bucks on a bike and John, i have my own bike I, like you just said but there's times where i'm parking on one side of downtown and i don't have time to, or the will to walk <laughs> all the way over to like wall street or something and so i will just scan a line bike and i'll get there in two seconds versus 15 minutes Okay. Right, time is money. Yeah, and it's more fun, and my hair won't get messy. All right, <laughs> so, all right. You know, and I'll pay. I'll drop a five dollars on that trip. It's actually kind of comparable to using a car service. True. Sometimes, especially if you forget to lock the bike, because that happened. <laughs> to me. I ended up paying fifteen bucks because I forgot to put the lock down oh, on the no. line bike. Yeah, it was just sitting out there in my front yard. Sucking up my money. Oh no! <laughs> but it didn't stop me get from you. using it again. It's like a library. Oh, fine. I'm sure, right? Keep it coming. <laughs> uh, so yeah, jump bikes happening. Look for it soon. They're not allowed to be using them. Somebody sent us a picture of them out on the streets. It's not approved by the city yet. We'll see what happens. When am I going to get a scooter? I don't. I don't think it's going to be happening. It happens everywhere else. Why wouldn't it happen here? Do we? Ha- I don't think we have them but in I- public spaces in Florida. Really? Yeah. They don't have them in Miami? If anywhere, they'd have them there. I haven't. I keep hearing that they're supposed to be coming here, and I keep seeing it, it not like happen. the most perfect place for it. I feel like Florida no treats hills. scooters as a motorized vehicle, or it's like in this weird fine line between a motorized vehicle and like a, you, you can't, because it's so fast, you can't have it on sidewalks. I feel like there's more rules in place. That I are just buy not a gun anytime I want in Florida. <laughs> yeah, and I can't a, ride a scooter on a sidewalk because like, there's not a scooter lobby. Is there a lobby out there True. paying millions of dollars to get True. scooters? No. Right. <laughs> 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 they want you to have guns because it's an amendment. If there's an amendment in place that says you could have scooters and it's your inalienable right to have a scooter, you'd have a scooter. Is <laughs> what I have to say. <laughs> Oh, what if, yeah, what if we put it in the militia thing? What if we made scooter guns? <laughs> or scooter militias. Yeah. Scoo- right? <laughs> you just fix it to the top. Put in a, instead of a drink holder, it's for your gun. Yeah. Yeah. Take that, Red Dawn. <laughs> Can you imagine that being such a thing? <laughs> uh, Swine and Sons is moving across the street to the local butcher and market. So Swine and Sons was uh, at one time part of the Patrakis's ravenous pig empire which is now cask and lighter over at the uh airport oh yeah yeah <laughs> wow i'm full of and over at disney at the polite pig He's killing it killing oh, it yeah. Yeah. you know and so these guys uh lexi and reese i'm not gonna remember the last name and i hope they're not listening because i like them Gallic, which sounds like you can't like say an garlic. Old Broadway woman saying garlic. Yeah. <laughs> garlic. <laughs> no, Lexi and Reese garlic bread. 
uh, are moving over. They're gonna thereby making the butcher, which also already has Dekine Poke. Oh yeah, is in there. So that'll be Winter Park's first food hall because it'll have Poke. So they're moving over to the butcher shop butcher. next to the porch. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. The local butcher and market. Cool. And I like them. And then a dentist is moving into their old space. Boring. Mm-hmm. And next to Ravenous Pig, I guess they're going to be opening, they're going to expand their brewery operations. Oh. And not, and I can't remember what's in the building, but behind them to the east will be an extension of their brewery. Cool. And I haven't written about that yet. We have two cool job alerts up on the site. Lou Gardens is hiring an event coordinator, and the city is hiring a public food waste collection guru. Oh. Get on in there if you want to affect change. Yeah. Work with uh, the first lady of Bungalore in the bus. There you go. You can work with my wife. Yeah. I would do it. Maybe I'll apply. Right? I was thinking about dropping my outreach gig and going to help with food waste collection. There you go. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. You can't stop it. (laughs) Uh, Winter Park State of the City is the 22nd. That's today. So forget about it. it. You already (laughs) missed it. But I'm going to have shared a link on our Facebook. (laughs) Good job, Brendan. Trinity the Tuck Taylor is from Orlando. What is that? She has just won RuPaul's Drag Race Season 4 All-Stars. Really? Uh Uh-huh. Orlando winner representing the city. She was also on botched, oh. <laughs> which is all about plastic surgery. <laughs> Thanks, Trinity, for representing Orlando <laughs> on the international stage. Rex, real estate. Have you heard about these guys? No. So do you remember when Open Door launched here in Orlando? Yes. Okay, so it's an e-platform for real estate, and this is an, where they sell your home we had a neighbor that kind of did this. They just like went to this company, they bought it, and they moved out like two days later. I guarantee. I think it was Open Door did it for you because they weren't mowing yeah. the lawn. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Rex, and they is, did well. These folks did well on their property. I thought they did. They buy. They're good. They're, Open Door Two was like you can let yourself in. You get an app. Yeah. And you don't need a realtor cool. there to let you in. This was like before we were. My wife and I were looking for houses. We we had a realtor, which was fine. But it would have been nice sometimes where we could just do it on our own. Do you remember what you paid for commission? No, I just signed paperwork. You just signed paperwork. <laughs> so you were hosed for six six percent of uh, went to went to your guy or girl, and Rex is going to be charging a two percent commission instead 2%. of six. So that's where they're a little bit different because the the standard industry standard is six percent commission on the sale goes towards your realtor, which you know I get it. Yeah, uh, they're going to do two percent. And it's all based on AI, artificial intelligence, and machine learning. So they're actually going to be, instead of working with realtors, they're going to be targeting people through their computers and their mobile devices. Wow. uh, Marketing directly to them based on all of the big data out there. So they'll send me like, hey, you should go look at this house. If they know what you're looking for, like if you're looking at Zillow, if you're looking at 
some other comparable website. Uh-huh. Uh, they'll see what you're looking for, and they'll have they'll be capturing that data, and they'll be able to send you something specific to you. Wow! And that's why they don't have to charge as much for the commission price because the computer is doing all the work for them. And then, can you just go look at the house? You don't need somebody to take you there. They will do open houses. So someone will meet you there. And if you need to sell your house, it's kind of the same thing. So they'll, they'll they will represent you through their. Uh, digital salespeople. Interesting. Little are they elves. Anywhere else, or are they just in Orlando? They started in California. They have seventy-five million dollars in startup funds, so they're relatively new. But I think they're kind of an industry leader. Huh? Yeah. Cool. So watch that. Uh, Magic Pet is finally opening. Finally, on the border of North Quarter in downtown. How's that logo? Still the worst logo I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Right, it's like a dyslexic. Uh, it's like an a, is it like an kid M and a P? Yes, Matt. They combine the M and the P to make an animal in clip art. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Paint on. Maybe you should have a contest to redesign it. I feel like someone made it in like Microsoft, like DOS, Paint? like in a, <laughs> you know, <laughs> not even worse. And then when you see the work that their designer put on the interior, you can go to bungalow.com and pull up the designs. The interior is beautiful. It looks like a resort home. Like for, it's for gorgeous and it's for a pet shop, right? And then the logo is the worst thing I've ever seen <laughs> ever. It looks like something that you would find like it had melted in the inside of a Kinder Surprise, like those little chocolate eggs. It just looks so like a half melted had to toy. Design this, and you're really hurting their feelings right now. I think it was someone's kid, like someone who owns it. They were like, let their kid make it because family owned business or something. But they paid a million dollars for the property. Oh yeah, threw like hundreds of thousands of dollars into the design, <laughs> and then they kept the logo. For just a, crazy. For I don't a food store for a pet food store. Good, good for them. Good. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Good for them. You gotta have a lot of market. I mean, you gotta think there's enough market down there for pet food. I mean, there's Tons a lot of, of apartments yes. around there. Yes, and then enough to support a pet store. They're gonna have a dog park behind Steelhouse that's connected to the new bridge. That are they pedestrian doing boarding bridge. as well. So doing what? Boarding? Sorry? Like are they gonna boarding? Board? I don't think so. No, I think it's more like pet supplies and oh. grooming. Okay. Yeah. I feel like the boarding would kill it there because there's really nowhere to take your dog over there. The I feel like the hotel that's behind them, since it's like a longer extended stay hotel, I feel like they do that there. They might. Uh, but I might be making that oh. up. Who knows? There, should, there isn't a boarding one downtown, is there? Not that I know of. Interesting. I think you just made a, a great million dollar idea. <laughs> Somebody out there wants to do it. I want to say shout out to the Manello Museum and the Folk Festival. Oh, yeah, they were very great to us. They were. I, th- I think we did all right. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see if they invite us back next year. We'll see. That's a good way to know if we did a good hosting job is if they invite us back. Uh, also to the Art and History Museum's Maitland for having us out on Sunday for oh, their yeah. welding workshop. I hung my piece up. I haven't seen a picture of your finished bird it. feeder that I'll you learned it. how to make. I haven't put any bird seed in it. So when I put some bird seed in it. Okay. Then I'll shoot a photo. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Do you, do you feel like you learned how to weld? I didn't do a very good job. <laughs> My wife did a good job. Beautiful sculpture. She did great. I uh, he was. I think he felt bad for me. 
Like I, he did half of it because I, I just couldn't get the well. Well, there was a time crunch at the end, too. So. so I was told mine was a little bit more difficult because it was really tiny. Yeah. And I only had like three seconds to get it because if I did it longer than three It'd seconds, melt it, would it. Cut the, it would cut the metal. Uh-huh. So there weren't these like big pieces. I had little tiny pieces. I think it was a really cool thing to do. That was our like proof of concept. We're going to do a few different. They have ongoing workshops at the Art and History Museum. They're going to be inviting us back to learn with I them. I don't know. I, the one thing you'd have to do, though, is if you're going to have a group there, you got to figure out a way to do it a little. You quicker. need another. You need another system. And they're going to work that out. Yeah. That was the first time that you probably need like a project like. This is what you're gonna make. Yeah, today. our smaller. It's great that we got to do whatever we wanted, mm-hmm. but if you're gonna like have a like a class or something, like we're gonna make a X. Yeah. We're gonna whatever. weld two spoons together, yeah, like that. Everybody thing. gets to try. And everybody can do like their five mm-hmm. welds, and you'd be done with. We're it. all building little pieces that all, once all put all together, build oh, something that will live on the grounds too, forever. Good, yeah. Thanks, it just came to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we can do the I little curriculum. thing, and then they'll do like the big. We'll finish it for you. We'll see. The next workshop's going to be cement carving, which I'm pumped about. So stay tuned for that. Uh, the Sentinel's not moving. No. Uh, we might have teased that at the last episode. We were talking about <laughs> it because they were doing work in the grounds around the old Sentinel building. And they actually, ought to move, but they're not moving. <laughs> they're trying. They actually just they just did a piece on I it. Know, I read it. Yeah, yeah. And we were going to share it in our top 10 things on Monday so you can yeah. see it for yourself. Uh, I'm glad they wrote about it because I was going to and I felt like a big tool i didn't want i didn't want to let you don't scoop something about someone working on their yard (laughs) let them talk about it i do think they ought to move though just find a new just start over there's no reason for them to be there no their their lease i i was told their lease ended in 21 but in that piece he said 23 oh well they might have had it two years no reason for them to be in that building they need to go like just shake it off man go to a new Updated building, yeah, that's more relevant. Where you can see everybody working, glass, yes. glass, and it looks like a working newsroom. I agree. They gotta, they gotta rebuild Orlando's trust in them because it's sad. I, if I see one more person called with a slantnel <laughs> oh, on social just, media, that's never gonna go away. I think it could. I th- not like totally, but there's no. They're they're really our only big newspaper here in town. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Let's let's uh shake it up a little bit. Yeah, know? subscribe, Brendan. I did. <laughs> until they upped my subscription to twenty dollars <laughs> without telling me. So and that's not on them. That's on their wacky service they have running yeah. for them. Uh let's do events really quick and then All we'll right. get out of here. Critical mass is over. You already missed it. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we post this early. I use the same list when I do a Colbert show. So wow. goes uh, the Electronic Waste Recycling Day is Saturday at Festival Park, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. If you have old cell phones and laptops you need to get rid of, bring them on over to Festival Park, and they will get rid of them correctly. They will wipe your computers clean. They will make sure it doesn't leak toxic chemicals into our water system. That's nice of them. Bring it on over if you are a city resident. There's a Super Run, Super Run Orlando at Blue Jacket Park in Baldwin Park. Everybody will run like superheroes from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Oh, I thought it was like a really long run, like 100 miles. 
I don't think so. I'm sure it's just like around the track once. That, yeah, yeah. And you that have makes a cape, more sense. Right? And you can walk it too if you I want. I thought you were running Daytona and back or something. <laughs> That's a super run. That's where you die. Downtown Food and Wine Festivals this weekend, noon to 9 p.m. Saturday and Sunday at Lake Eola. Tickets are 15 to $115, and that's because it's a sliding scale. The more you pay, the more food tickets and drink tickets you get with your uh, main entry. Did I ever tell you the story when I was asked to judge? I think it was that <laughs> festival. And? So, so I, I was it- asked to judge. Sure, of course I'll judge. And the event is like, all day one day, right? It was all day. It's all day yeah. Saturday or something. So it, the event's from like 8 to 5, we'll say. And so I had to do something in the morning. And I was like, all right, well, I'll go at like 3.30 or something. And I'll have something to eat. And I'll judge. And I'll be done. So it's like 3.30 and I get a text like, hey, where are you? I'm like, oh, I'm on the way. I'll be there in a second. She's like, judging is over in five minutes. Whoa. <laughs> I didn't realize that Yeah, there was like a cutoff point. Oh, and John. I totally missed it, and so my judging did not happen. So, do you have anything to say to them uh, on air? On air right I now, basically knew that after that I would never be asked to do it again. No, I'm, I'm giving you an opportunity to publicly apologize. I did apologize them. profusely, yeah. but you don't want to do it. You don't apologize I would, again. But I'm no longer a television reporter, so they don't care. They don't. They don't. No, want I'm saying me. you could apologize right now on the radio. I did apologize. So I, I never felt again. Bad. <laughs> I felt terrible about it. I, you're not hearing what I'm saying. I but that's fine. The directions. Well. Downtown Food and Wine Festival. He's not going to apologize again. <laughs> it's over. Uh, the Orlando Solar Bears Relay for Life game is one thirty to 5 p.m. at Amway Center. Oh, all right. Go check that out. Watch some hockey. Yeah. Support some I people. I have gone to a game this year. Have you? Not this year, no. Oh, maybe we should. No, last year I went. I love it. I do, too. If I'm in a box. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> eat, eating potatoes. Watching people from a fancy box. That's when I'll go watch a hockey game. Field to Feast is this weekend as well. It's at Long and Scott Farms in Mount Dora. I they say it's Mount Dora. It's really Zellwood. Hundred and seventy five dollars. Fancy Disney chests make you dinner in a field. It's worth it. That'd be fun. You're going. Yeah, yeah. free tickets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Orlando City Soccer Ball, eight p.m. Saturday night. I'm going to that too. You're just a busy man this weekend. I'm tired just reading this list. I can't even think about it. Roke Pub is celebrating their six-year anniversary from 6 p.m. to midnight. That's on Curry Ford here in the Hourglass District. Live music, drink specials, super fun. Go support a local business. Bourbon and Buskers is 1 to 5 p.m. in Audubon Park. 15 bucks. You can drink and shop and stumble around and make fun of hipsters. (laughs) Go check that out. And then uh, it's not happening this weekend, but Sean Mendez just announced that he's coming to Orlando on July 30th. All right. There you go. If you're into that, if you're into baby face young men <laughs> crooning at you, that's that's for you. Well, uh, we should thank the Cladage Cottage. Cladage Cottage. For our food. My steak and ale was, steak and ale pie was delicious. It was. I liked my uh, my curried pasty. You going to eat the rest of that? Yeah. So, Tammy Gamoy, Orlando. See you guys next week. Jamaratatu. Tattoo.